Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's April 6th. It has been about a week or so since I've recorded my last episode. I have been occupied with a few things for the past week. As you guys know, it was Easter weekend and you know, I've been also trying to get my schedule structured for the past two weeks uh, since I've taken the self-mastery course. Uh, Actually, we're on our fifth week now. Um, However, since our four weeks were up, it was a four-week course, and we, you know, did have weekly phone calls with our mentor, Sebastian Hernandez, and, uh, you know, after the fourth week, we were turned loose to do things on our own. And, um, you know, as I said, I've been trying to just kind of get everything structured and uh, flowing smoothly. Uh, How's that going? Well, (laughs) let's take a quick break and I will get into that. I'll see you guys back here in just a moment. Good morning and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Sherry Resurrection. So I do hope you guys have had a great Easter weekend with your families. Um, You know, this past week has been kind to you. You've been kind to yourself and have, you know, just really been able to just, you know, keep yourselves grounded. (laughs) Sorry, you guys, my morning coffee is barely kicking in. But I wanted to give you guys an update on how everything has been and um, what's worked and all that. So uh, actually, you know, with the self-mastery class, we have been, you know, um, working on our schedules and rituals and things like that. Um, as you guys know, I have had rituals in the past, but, um, as I might've already mentioned, you know, they weren't, they were consistent for a bit, but then it's like when life happened, I just kind of let go of them and I stopped doing them for a bit. I lost my motivation to do it. And, um, I did realize then that when I did have my rituals, I felt better. Um, I felt more structured and it was, you know, a lot, things ran a lot more smoothly rather than just everything being discombobulated. And it was just difficult to, um, to just get everything going. But um, here we are, we're doing this once again. And um, I do believe that now everything for me is about synchronicity. Things are happening for a reason and, you know, things are just, um, falling right into place. Like right now, um, I do believe that, you know, taking this extra step to want to heal and doing the work that comes along with it has definitely played a big role in why things in my life are falling into place as they have. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't have any, uh, mishaps or, you know, um, challenges on a daily basis. I, I do. There's certain things that I find to be stressful during the day, like for example, with work, but 
when I shifted my mentality on how to see things and how I'm like responding and reacting to them, things have definitely changed, you know, um, as far as like, let's just throw work out there for an example. Um, I have been covering for one of my coworkers quite a bit. Um, and it turns out that I actually have one of my other coworkers that are leaving. And, um, you know, since she's transitioning out, the initial arrangement was for me to um, basically take on almost, well, more of the responsibilities because in our little department, there's just two of us that are working. And um, that actually would have been overwhelming. Now, I don't know how karma works on other people because that's not really my business. But, um, you know, for example, I do believe that the universe has worked in my favor. Um, so my other coworker has actually requested for quite a bit of PTO. And since she's requested for quite a bit of PTO, I have then had to cover for this coworker and the responsibilities of, you know, my regular assignment has been placed on hold. And, you know, it, I guess you could say in a sense, it's kind of worked out in my favor. Um, you know, but either way, no matter what the outcome is, if I ever had to go back to my original assignment, I would be okay with that. And um, I, I'm not really stressing. If anything, I am grateful that I have a really good job that has enabled me to be able to keep me and my children afloat, you know, as far as um, living and, um, you know, making a living and, you know, just sustaining um, our simple lifestyle. So that's definitely a blessing. Uh, but yeah, instead of before, I would just be so frustrated about having the cover or just little things like that, you know. Um, however, I will tell you guys this. I'm not, I'm not submissive at all when it comes to certain things now. I have definitely, you know, um, gained some courage to put my foot down, not in a shallow or in a passive-aggressive sort of way, but um, when I say I'm able to put my foot down, I have learned how to establish boundaries with others, you know, because sometimes we don't realize that we are not, you know, doing that for ourselves. Sometimes we don't realize that we are allowing people to walk all over us. And sometimes it can even be at work. You know, people that we deal with on a daily basis, they might actually be trying to pull the wool over our eyes, but it doesn't mean we have to be rude about it. You know, um, definitely just kind of, I don't want to say put them in their place, but, you know, you just set those boundaries, okay? Especially like if there's certain things that are, um, you know, uh, based off of like, criteria, rules, regulations, things like that. You know what I mean? It's like you use those as your guidelines, you know, as far as like, you know, creating those boundaries and telling them, okay, nope, this is how it is. And, you know, I apologize. I understand how you feel. However, things of that sort. So, 
you know, um, I will say that I have gotten better that, which has definitely been a, um, I guess you could say, you know, having to practice that establishing boundaries is not an easy thing to do because for those of us that are people pleasers as you know, I'm definitely guilty of that. We do tend to feel like whenever we set or establish those boundaries, we are disappointing others or we're letting them down or, you know, and we do have to understand, and I mentioned this before, that when we set those boundaries, people that care about us, people that have the understanding, they will not get ups- They will not get upset. They will not, you know, um, they will not resist. However, the ones that do, you might want to, you know, um, observe them a little bit more. I don't want to say jump to conclusions because maybe there's a reason for why they are, um, you know, responding that way. And that would then be the best time to communicate with them and ask them what's going on. But if it's one of those things where you're not really getting anywhere, then you already know your answer there. You know, um, these days I have been trying to waste the least amount of time as far as, um, you know, what I engage in throughout the day. Um, I try to stay as productive as I can, you know, um, if it benefits me. And what I mean by that, it's just I don't have ulterior motives or anything like that. But what I mean by if it benefits me, like, okay, sometimes, um, you know, I'm slowly learning how... or the meaning of fill your own cup. What exactly does that mean? Well, for me, in my point of view, like let's say for example, um, I'm gonna use work, you know, because a lot of people tend to stress out over work. Now, when it comes to work, I really believe that it's all about the energy that we put out, the time and things like that. So let's say for example, you have your assignment, and somebody else says, hey, I need you to do this, 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 and that. And then it's like, before you know it, you have gotten everybody else's stuff done. But yet you are struggling to get your things completed. And you're, you're, you're like running up against the deadline. And because of that, it's like you kind of took that time and energy away from yourself. You know, um, Sometimes it could be something as far as, okay, you know what, Um, I am a little bit swamped today. I do have a, or I do have a few things that I have to, you know, complete myself first. And uh, when I do get a moment, I can help you out with that. Um, Of course, it really depends on priorities as far as like, you know, um, urgency with certain tasks and things like that, you know, and I'll just let you use your common sense for that, you know. Um, But, you know, as far as that goes, it's like you do have to really put yourself first, because it's like at the end of the day, the person that's going to be answering to certain things, if it's your assignment, you will be answering to that nobody else. So we do have to be very mindful of that. Um, Same thing with your personal life. You know, let's say if you have things that you need to do, I don't care if it's laundry, I don't care if it's walking your dog, you know, um, 
if it's important to you, you know, and that's something that you want to do rather than, you know, um, let's say if somebody tells you, you know, um, I don't know, if somebody like is asking you to do something for them after work, but you actually have things to do and you feel bad and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to let them down or whatever, but you really don't, you know what I mean? You really don't have the ability to do it because your things at home, your um, chores or your um, list of things to do is piled up. You know, we got to learn how to say, no, I'm sorry, right now I can't do that. Or, you know, um, maybe if I, let me get all of my, again, if I get all of my things done, I can, I can let you know. Um, but unfortunately at this time, I do have quite a bit of things that I need to do. It's okay to say no. Um, if for example, you know, uh, you have a family gathering or something, or they're trying to plan something out and you have already made plans, you don't have to move your plans around because, you know, um, family is telling you, okay, well, they're, you know, we're planning something and we want it on this weekend. You have a voice and you can say, well, on this weekend, I already had something planned. You guys can go ahead and follow through with it. But, you know, um, I already have plans for that week. You know, if you guys are willing to move it to the following week, then I, you know, I can be there. But this particular weekend, I cannot. And you don't owe anybody an explanation if they say, well, what are you doing? It doesn't matter. If you don't want to tell them or, you know, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's your discretion of what you disclose to people. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, especially if you have people that are very meddling in your life. Uh, yeah, you, you don't have to tell them everything. You know, it's not the fact that you're keeping secrets. But at the same time, you know, the, that's best, that's kind of like the best way to control, take control of your own life, you know, um, as far as far as like, you know, um, certain people in your life, um, I know there's quite a few of us here that do have those curious cats <laughs> in our lives that, you know, are really interested in what we're doing. And um, they do like to dictate how and who and where and why, you know, we do things in our lives. And that's something that I know that a lot of us have struggled with um, and are still currently struggling, you know, with. Um, and I've mentioned to several people, this is actually why I took the self-mastery class, because that is a big area in my life that I have struggled with continuously. And it can be very daunting and it can be very frustrating so it's like, that's why I decided that it was time for me to, you know, once and for all figure things out because it was definitely affecting my life and how I, you know, how I ran or how I like, um, not ran my life, but how I was living my life, you know, um, basically getting down to the root of things and, um, you know, taking back your, 
your self-value and your self-confidence and taking back your power, you know, so you now know, okay, this is my life. I have been navigating and I have been the main driver on this journey. I know where I'm going. I already have everything planned. Everything has been going according to plan for the most part. And when there have been detours, I've been able to navigate me and my children after that. So there isn't really anybody that you need to answer to. So this is where my mindset has been for the past few weeks. Um, It's a very beautiful feeling. Let me tell you, my friends, it's just, you know, um, living your life stress-free because you no longer worry about what anybody else thinks. Um, You know, I'm not saying don't be empathetic, but, you know, if you know that you are not harming anybody in any way, you know your intentions, that's all that matters You know, learn to be happy. You don't need validation from anybody. You don't need, you know, approval from anybody. You know, for those of you that are still in that, um, that phase where you're deciding whether or not you should stay or go in your toxic relationship, or in your toxic situation, you know, I have to say that things definitely get better. You do have to make the decision to get out of your comfort zone, to struggle. You know, I understand it's like, as I described in my previous, previous, previous episodes about two years ago, it's like, Being in a sinking ship, if you don't jump out of that ship, it will suck you down. And I understand how scary it is to look into that open water. And there might be boards or certain things that are drifting around. I mean, who knows, you might even lucky be lucky enough to have, you know, a lifeboat there that you can muster, you, you know, your strength to get in and put your kids in there. But just know that, yes, there's a possibility of drowning. Yes, there's a possibility of, you know, starving. But just know one thing. That ship is sinking, and that ship is not going to go anywhere. It's not going to sail away. It's not going to sail you to to safety. There's only one way that ship is going, and that's down. So either way, it's either you're going to have to make your decision, or your decision is going to be to sink down with that ship. But... I can promise you, when you go into that open water, you find something, some resources to get you to the next 
destination, whether it be on an island or whether it be, you know what I mean? I don't know. Anything can happen. There's endless possibilities when it comes down to, you know, leaving that sinking situation. You guys, it's been three years in for me. And if I were to look back and think about, you know, where I was prior to leaving my situation, I never would have imagined in a million years that I would be where I'm at today. It, sometimes I, you know, I wake up and I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is life right now. This is, this is mine and my boy's story. And, you know, the beauty of it is, yes, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm happy. But, you know, it's like the most amazing thing is being able to wake up and see my kids, you know, um, especially with them. It's just like the, um, the progress that they have made since this situation has happened and since we've left is remarkable. You know, when I see how they are and how, you know, they're just, they're the best. You know, I do recall like the first few days, like when they moved into our, when they first moved into our new apartment, you know, they would just, my oldest would just break down and cry. And now it's just like, they're good. You know, we, we are working on a structured routine for them. You know, we now have, um, you know, we're, <laughs> we went from a family of, well, we did have our two cats, a family of five, four, my five, four, you know, us and our two cats. And then it went from us and our two, now two dogs and everything. And, you know, it's just, it's great. You know, it's like we met some incredible people along the way during our, our journey. There's people that are no longer in our next chapter. There's people that are, you know, now in, you know, our new chapter and it's beautiful. You know, I, I truly believe that, um, now, you know, things are starting to fall right into place. As I said, you know, I, um, I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to see my boys are happy. There are some things that are not perfect. Oh, and um, I'll briefly mention that, you know, you guys are probably wondering, okay, how are the things with, you know, their father? It's not perfect. You know, the reality of it is, um, you know, just switching gears for just a moment. I'm going to talk about um, how things are between me and him. Well, things between me and him are pretty much you know, as far as like the communication goes, there's not really much communication. You know, um, as I mentioned in my last few episodes, I have established boundaries with him and told him not to contact me. You know, and if he needed to contact the boys, he knows exactly how to do it. You know, um, the reason why I would rather at that time I rather have him not contact me was because at that time I realized recently that I was still getting triggered um there was still a bit of um 
resentment that I had. And it wasn't resentment towards why our marriage ended and the things that he did to me because I had, you know, since we um, paid him a visit at the jail, I had since already like forgiven him for that. But what I had difficulty, um, you know, well, not difficulty, but what I was angry with him for was him threatening me and him, you know, uh, basically starting a smear campaign and, you know, um, just how my family was towards me because of his influence. But then um, after taking this self-mastery course, I realized where exactly the root of my hurt and my anger and my sadness, all of the above, was actually stemming from. And that was actually, you know, another source, which, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys could put two and two together with that one. And um, at this point, um, I really do feel that there's not really much to talk about with him. Uh, because as far as the patterns that he has done or that he has goes, not much has really changed, um, which means that the situation with him is very predictable at this point, which is kind of good because that means that there's consistency, there's no surprises. And the best part of it is he is keeping his distance from me and basically not you know, um, contacting me. Now, um, from my understanding and from what I've heard, you know what I mean? It's like, he's still a storyteller, quite the storyteller, but that's okay. You know, everybody has their own opinions and versions of us in their story. You know, um, it's like one of those, uh, those stories where, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, like if they were to write two different books, two different stories, two different versions coming from two different characters and, um, you know, from one character's point of view, the other person's the villain. And from the other person's point of view, you know, the opposite person is the villain and that's okay. We have to be okay with that. We're not going to be the heroic person in everybody's story. You know, we are not here to please everybody. And, you know, at the same time, now I just find it a little bit fascinating, you know, rather than getting upset, like, you know, saying things like, why do you, why are you talking crap? Why are you saying this about me? Oh, you're still doing this, this and that, you know, you're still, you're still pushing the blame on me at this point, you guys, you know, it, it's like this, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me anymore. Because it's like those that are believing it. And as I told somebody that had confronted me about, you know, the situation that occurred about three years ago, you know, I, I told her, with all due respect, I don't owe anybody shit as far as any explanations because I know and frankly, it isn't anybody's business. It really isn't, you know, um. And 
these past few weeks it's really just been about healing it is a little bit difficult and i will tell you guys that you know when you are you know um trying to be a good parent you know you can't i remember when i first went through this journey a few of my single parent single mom friends says absolutely under any circumstances do not talk crap it's a little bit hard you know um and i, I don't i love these people to death but i don't believe that they they completely did not talk crap <laughs> like that was like you know um something that they never never did never did try not to talk crap but you know it's like I can't, I'm not going to beat myself up because yes, I have. Yes, I've said my, my piece about stuff. And, you know, um, being that my kids are a little bit older and as far as frustration went, I have been guilty of saying things, you know, um, some horrible things about their dad. And was it good? No, it wasn't. But you know what? You live and you learn. And, you know, um, I did eventually have a conversation with my kids and, you know, it's like, they know that I'm trying. And I told them, look, I'm trying my best not to, you know, um, say anything negative, because I know that it hurts you guys. And um, there you go. So um, I want to say that I have definitely gotten better at that. I, you know, I try my best not to say anything. There's certain things that he has done, you know, of course, that doesn't, um, you know, like, I'll hear it from family, or I'll hear it from his family, or I'll hear it from the kids. And I just, I just raise a brow and just, okay, I get it. Things of that nature. Um, you know, I, I really try not to, um, you know, to say much. Because I know that when I say something, the universe is listening and I don't want it to come back to me. So, you know, we do have to be mindful of that. And I know that, you know, if you guys are still currently in a situation where that person is up in your face, this is where it makes it difficult. So, you know, um, once you get out of that situation, just know you don't have to deal with it. You really don't, you know, um, I don't want someone to get out of it because sometimes you do have to deal with legal issues, things like that. But at this point, the dust is finally starting to settle. So his relationship with the kids, it's consistently inconsistent. And um, I used to get upset with that because they would get hurt, you know, and um, now I'm teaching them what I've learned in the self-mastery class, you know, um, I tell you know, if your children are going through this, also be understanding, you know, and just let things flow authentically. You know, I no longer contact him and say, hey, can you contact your kids? They miss you. I used to do that. And I didn't want to do that because I just, you know, but... I would do it because I would do it for my kids, you know, because I knew that they wanted him around or they wanted to hear from him or whatever. But at this point now, I realize that things just really need to flow authentically. 
You can't push anybody. You can't change anybody. You know, why bother? You know, it's just so much energy that you're putting into something. It's like, you know, trying to... (laughs) trying to fill a basket up with water you get nowhere so at this point it's just you know I let again I personally just let things flow as they are and you know I'm now teaching my kids to be a little bit more observant so they could see things on their own you know I cannot make them see things I cannot tell them okay well this is how it is this is the view you know I want you to guy. I want you guys to view things this way I can't do that. They have to make that determination on their own. And sometimes when they're little, they're not going to see it. And actually, from what I realized, my kids are barely seeing things now at 12 years old. Now, when I started this journey, they were nine and eight. And here they are now, you know, 10 and 12. And they're, they're now seeing certain things. They're now you know, making determinations for themselves. And, um, you know, I, I am proud of them. But it does break my heart, because it's like when I finally see that they are realizing certain things, it's, it is very heartbreaking. You know, I, um, I don't get as upset, because I accept people for what they are not. You know, accepting them, what I've learned, from a wise person, um, accepting people for, you know, what they are is one thing, but accepting them for what they're not is truly the game changer. You know, um, you don't expect anything anymore. You remove expectation, then you basically are saving yourself from hurt. So I do invite you guys to start seeing things in that way, especially when it comes to dealing with loved ones or, you know, people that are within your circle of influence or your, you know, your tribe. What I mean by tribe is like people that are within your close circle, the people that you deal with on a daily basis, the people that you love, the people that you confide in and things like that. Um, You know, as far as that goes as well, just make sure that you are really thinking about who you are allowing into that tight circle like who's there supporting you or who's there to sabotage you now I know that sounds a little bit like you know uh, victim mentality but no it's not it really depends on how your perspective is on that and what your intentions are behind you know every thought and every word so if this person is constantly telling you things like no that's not a good idea because you're gonna fail that person's not supporting you. Or if somebody's saying, yeah, you know, um, try it out. I think that'll be great. You know, or yeah, no, that's stupid. Don't, don't do that. You know, if you want to try something, you should try it. And it's like people that love you should be encouraging you and they should be believing in you. You know, um, they shouldn't be anticipating your failure you know, um, they might tell you to be care if they care about you, they might tell you to be careful. Um, but they would never discourage you from doing anything that you want to do. So again, pay attention to, you know, um, who's supporting you, who's supporting you and who's not. People that care about you will actually 
encourage you to get out of your comfort zone. That's what I've been learning. And, you know, if you care about yourself, get out of your comfort zone too. Every single time you do something that is out of your place of comfort, trust me, you gain confidence and you just appreciate yourself more because you were able to accomplish something or endure something that you never in a million years thought you would be able to do. And I invite you guys, you know, live life. And, you know, there, if there's some certain things that you've always wanted to do, create a little bucket list. Yeah, that sounds a little bit cliche, but truly, like, you know, I've started that. And, you know, um, even write down all of your accomplishments. Sometimes it's like you do need that gentle reminder of like the things that you've accomplished you know, um, not because those things define who you are, but, you know, just so you can remember your journey, the things, your your old chapters, the things that, you know what I mean? Like when you accomplish goals, anything, and think about this, I invite you to think about anything that you have accomplished in your life. How did you feel when you accomplished it? What steps did you take to actually you know, make, get to that accomplishment or get to that goal? How did you feel? How did it make you feel? I'm pretty sure you felt alive because there's nobody in this world that accomplished something and said, yeah, that's all right. That was cool. I'm, I'm good. You know, that was nothing, you know, even if it's the smallest thing, you know, just kind of sharing a few of my accomplishments with you guys, like the most recent ones, like there's some things that I never thought I'd be able to do. You guys, it's like I paid off a, you know, a 12% interest um, student loan. I finally paid it off. You know, I, of course, then still have my next loan. It's one more loan. And um, I remember every single time I would call Navient, shout out to Navient, um, which is my student loan company. I would always tell them, my kids are going to be paying for this when I die. And then they're like, no, but again, it was like definitely an uphill like battle. And I, you know, it's like, I remember when I was younger, I would be thinking, oh man, I hate the fact that I have to pay for this, but shift your, your, your way of thinking. I looked at it like, okay, had I not gone to school and gotten my LVN license, I would not be able to be where I'm at right now as far as taking care of my kids on my own. I would not have this awesome job, you know? So it's like, okay, yeah, I'll pay my dues. I'll pay my dues. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of see that as like, yes, it is a pain in the butt. And you know what I mean? Sometimes we say that student loans, you know, I have said this before when I worked in the um, insurance industry. I would say something along the lines of education is the biggest scam, you know, but at the same time, I shouldn't say that because you know what? And that was another accomplishment too, going through LVN school. Now, for those of you that, you know, um, are in the nursing field, you know, sometimes there's some RNs, registered nurses that will talk down on LVNs because they are just vocational, you know? Um, I'm actually going to, you know, um, kind of give you guys a little bit of a different insight for those of you that are thinking that LVNs are at the bottom of the list. Okay. Well, you 
you know, my friends, I have been an LVN since 2007. And, um, you know, there are, um, from my experience, like even being a new grad, there were mostly LVNs that I've learned a lot from, you know, so they're very wise, you know, and, um, you know, yes, it's, you know, actually kind of harder because, um, you know, it's a two-year, it's a two-year program condensed into one year. So it's very accelerated. So, you know, if you are an LVN and you are hearing certain things from other people, that's like another thing where there's people that are always talking their crap. You are not, you know, you are not um, at the bottom of the chain. You're awesome, you know. Um, you know, not that I'm talking down. There's a lot of magnificent RNs, but, you know, that tends to be the divide here in the medical field as far as like the field of nursing. But um, yeah, I mean, as an LVN, it was not a cakewalk. Let me tell you guys, like that thing was just, that program was, whoo, by far one of the stressful times of my life. But it was amazing because I got through that. You know, not all, you know, there was actually 30 of us and only 15 people, 15, 15 to 10, 10 to 15 people actually graduated. There were some people that actually got um, kicked out of the program and they had to remediate, you know, and I remember telling myself when I entered that program, I'm going to be graduating with this class. And I did just about everything to make sure that I graduated with that class. I mean, I could tell you guys stories, but that's, we'll save that for another time or you guys, you know, um, but no, that was an accomplishment. So think about, you know, how that made you feel. You know, if you ever feel like you're being critical of yourself or you feel that you're not being, you know, you're not really valued or whatever, it's like, look at your list of accomplishments and think about that, you know, and maybe it might even encourage you or empower you to, you know, shoot for the next accomplishment. What's next? You know what I mean? Like what's on your bucket list? The bucket list doesn't necessarily have to be something that's, you know, um, that's like, okay, I want to go. I actually want to go skydiving probably around the time that I'm 40. I'm scared of heights, but I am totally down to go skydiving. Like, you know, just conquer that fear and things like that. And if that, this was me five years ago, I'd be like, hell no, I'm not going to go skydiving. See what getting out of your comfort zone does for you. Um, you know, for the past few weeks, um, my boyfriend, Kevin, has actually unintentionally got me to get out of my comfort zone on several different occasions. Um, you guys might be thinking, why is that getting out of your comfort zone? Certain things that I mentioned. Um, like I would get anxiety every single time I would have to do a weekend trip because I hated packing because I'm very particular about how I do my care or get ready and everything that I have or need is already here in my apartment. So having to put that in a bag and you know, having to do that routine elsewhere would give me anxiety. And I actually hated it. That's why it's like whenever I would go to my mom's house, instead of leaving Friday night, aside from like having the dogs, um, you know, here, um, I just, it made me anxious because I hated getting ready elsewhere. But now, you know, um, for the past few weekends, there's been a few weekend trips that, you know, I've been able to go with, um, my boyfriend to, 
And, um, you know, now it's like I no longer have that um, anxiety uh, because actually I just now it's like, you know, I um, I pack up my stuff and my luggage and, you know, I, I you know, I um, kind of compress everything in one luggage. So I'm not like having multiple luggages. Sorry, you guys, I'm readjusting myself on my seat. But, um, you know, I didn't even realize that until Saturday, like when I was packing my stuff up to go to my mom's, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I mean, it's like, I'm not even feeling anxious anymore. Um, You know, I've already developed a routine as far as like packing and everything like that. So, you know, basically, uh, that's what happens. You know what I mean? It's like, the things that you are afraid of are, um, you know, like, it's amazing when you're no longer afraid of them anymore or when they no longer make you anxious or when they no longer make you feel a certain way. Um, another thing too, is just, you know, like I said, um, the boundaries have been great, you know, and it, it, you know, it's not just like, Oh, well, I said this to this person and blah, blah, blah. It's also, how did you feel after you told them that? What, you know, did you feel empowered or did you feel disempowered? Um, quite a few things to ask yourself. When you feel empowered, you know, you can definitely tell that you have, you know, leveled up in that aspect. So just, just some things to think about. Um, I do have a few more projects coming up, you know, actually on Wednesday, I will be doing a live stream on Twitch with my good friend, Julius Kelly. And, you know, if you guys are curious, uh, for those of you that follow me on Instagram and on um, TikTok, you know, he's my wonderful comedian friend. Uh, We've been friends for, goodness, since middle school. And, you know, it's definitely a friendship that we have carried on throughout many, many years. And so it's great to have him on my, you know, in my corner and in my tribe, you know, so cherish the good friends that you guys have, all the good people in your life, you know, definitely cherish them, value them and, you know, be good to them, be good to yourself, you know, um, but you guys, that's all for tonight, tonight, today, (laughs) um, you know, I am very happy to be able to share this side of things with you. I'm very happy to, you know, offer you guys something a little bit more rather than what I have been for the past two years, because things are going to shift. Things are going to change. And, um, you know, I'm excited for what's to come. And I hope you guys can be excited for what's to come on your end as well. You know, Um, Before I sign off, I do want to invite you to really think about where and how you would like to design your life. Like where you would want to be, how you would want things to be for you. How, you know, how you'd like to heal. But I do hope you guys have a fantastic rest of the week. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.